0: Shalom to all. Today's office, Baba Kamataf Mem Zaino, we are starting about the eighth line with the words of Amarava, and today's office sponsor, Lilian Ishmael, Mars Miram Sar, Basar Biak of Myshe, Hernish Shamma Nishmas Olya, and Lilian Ishmael, Mars Fredechayabela, Basar Yitzchak Svi, Hernish Shamma Shadavan Olya, and in honor the shloy of the Shloishim of her Menachem Mendel Ben Zalman Halevi, his Neshama should have an aliyah, and he should be male tzayashir for his family and all of Kla Yisrael. Now we'll go back to discussing the first case of the Mishnah, where Ashar gored a pregnant cow, and the uber was found dead next to it. So if Amr al says, we don't evaluate the damages based off of the value of the cow and the value of the vlad separately. Vlad para, we evaluate the value of the vlad with the Para, meaning the way we assess the damages is the value of a pregnant cow versus the value of a non-pregnant cow. She to him, because if you're not going to say that, meaning if we're going to evaluate the cow separately and the vlad separately, it turns out that you're damaging the mazik, meaning you're causing him to lose out because you're assessing the damages at a higher value. You find the same thing with a person who chops off the hand of the Evid of his friend. We don't evaluate how much the owner of the Evid would want to pay to have his Evid's hand chopped off because that's obviously a crazy amount of money. We evaluate how much the Evid's worth with a hand versus without a hand, which is a much lower valuation. And You find the same thing when a person damages his friend field, let's say he eats a patch of vegetables, you don't evaluate that patch by itself, meaning how much the vegetables themselves are worth because that's a much higher valuation. You evaluate how much the field is worth with that patch versus without it. So it's the same thing in the case of the cow. However, now we ask, If that's a proper din, if this is how we're supposed to evaluate, so let the mazik be damaged. What does it make a difference if this is a higher valuation and the mazik is going to lose out because he has to pay more? If that's what the halacha is, so we got to follow the halacha. So we answer, no, because the the parma barta parma barta I damaged a pregnant cow of yours, so we're going to evaluate your cow based off of the fact that it was pregnant, and now it's not pregnant, it doesn't have the vlad. And therefore, there's no reason to split up the valuation, separately assessing the cow and the vlad. And now to another discussion, pshita, it's obvious, par vladichad, vlad if the par was owned by one person, and the uber, the child, was owned by another person, pitmal bal parah. The valuation of the fattening of the cow goes to the bal para. We know that when a cow is pregnant, it eats more, so it gets fatter, and it weighs more, and that means it's worth more as well. So that value that was lost because the cow is now killed goes to the Baal Parah. That's obvious. But the question is naf What about the fact that it's blown up? It's bloated. Where does that payment go? It's skin stretches because it has a baby inside it and now that means it has more hide. It's also worth more on the market just because it looks bigger. So who does that value go to? Maybe it goes to the owner of the vlad because why is the cow bigger now? Because it has a vlad inside it. So if Papa our Papa says the Baal it goes to the Baal Parah. Whereas Ravach he says Chalkin, it's split 50-50. Vahilch San is Chalkin, they split the Value 5050. And Otto Numishna with a number of similar cases. Hakash Hechnas Kiras of Khatz Balbayas, if a potter brought his pots into a chat of Balbayas, without permission, Bashav to Shabaal and the owner of the Baalbayus broke the pots, Potter is Potter. The Mhoska and if the Baal Baez's animal was damaged on the pots, Baal Khair The owner of the pots is chaif. The m hechas however, if he brought them in Bershos, Baal Chatzer Chaiv, Balchhat's Chaiv. Another case, Heknas Peris of Bhatz Balbayas Shiloh Boshos, lets he brought his fruits into the chatzer without permission. Bachot Bhemta Shawalbayas, and the animal of the Baalbayas ate them, potter, he's potter. And if the animal was damaged on them, the owner of the pairs is However, if he brought them in with permission, the owner of the chutzers. Another case, the the Let's say he brought his shore into the Chatz of without permission. on Top, and the Shore of Baalbayas gored this fellow's shore, or the dog of the Baalbayas bit it putter he's putter and Nagach Hushar shar shabal bayes. Let's say this fellow's shar gored the balbayis. bayes shar chayiv, so this fellow's chayiv. Nafal b'ayiv v'hivish meimav. Let's say this fellow's shar fell into the owner's bar and ruined his water. There was good drinking water in the bar, and now the shar fell in. It's not usable anymore. So chayiv the baal shar is chayiv. Haya avay b'nay la Let's say the owner, of the chatur's father or son, were in the bar and they got killed because the shar fell on them. Mishal, masal, kaifer. The owner of that shar has to pay kaifer. However, if he brought him with breshoshas, bal chatur chayiv. The bal chatur is However, Rebbe, Rebbe says, "Bekulin in all these cases, when he brought it in bershus, still chayiv, the owner of the chutzner is not chayiv ache of lishmar until he explicitly accepts upon himself that he's going to watch this thing that was brought into his bershus." Now the Gemara makes an inference from the Resha, the The reason why the owner of the pots has to pay the owner of the chutzner is because he brought them in shalay bershus. But that's mashma bershus that if he brought them in with bershus, the owner of the pots would not be chayiv to pay for the damages that happened to the animal of the bal And we don't say kibule kabel that the owner of the pots accepted upon himself responsibility to make sure that the animal of the bal doesn't get damaged on his pots. Meaning, once he had permission to bring his pots in there, he takes no responsibility for any damages that might happen to the animal of the bal Now, Mani, who is this like? Rebihi. It's like Rabbi from the end of the Mishnah. Da'amaru says, that anytime he brings it in Stam, even though he has permission, he doesn't accept upon himself responsibility. In other words, the same way that in the Sefo, we see according to Rabbi, that even when the bal kederos has permission to bring his pots into the chazir, the owner is not chayv if the animal breaks the pots, so too the Baal Kaderus isn't chayv if the pots damage the Baal animal. And that's an inference made from the Risha of the Mishnah. However, here's the problem. Take a look at the Sefa, which is the next part of that statement. Im Hechens B'r'shus, that if you brought them in B'r'shus, B'r'shus or chayv, the B'r'shus is chayv if his animal damages those pots. Now it's on Rabbanon, that means now we're going with Shitas Rabbanon, the Amiru hold, B'stam Anami Kabuli Kabbali in Tirusa. Then when he brings them in Stam, even though he didn't explicitly accept upon himself to watch them, still he has that responsibility. So That means that the inference of the reisha of the mishnah is mashmal like Rebbe, but the inference of the next part, what we're calling the seifa, is like the rabbanon. And thus, furthermore, what does the actual seifa of the mishnah say? Rabbi Yomer, Rabbi tells us, chayev, lishmar. and so we see the seifa of the mishnah is Rabbi. Reisha is seifa Rabbi, umitzias rabbanon. Does that mean that the reisha and the seifa is Rebbe, and the middle is the rabbanon? We always like when it's consistent. So Rabbi Zera, Rabbi says, Tavra, you're right. It's contradictory. And Azul, Azu, Azul. whoever taught this did not teach that, meaning whoever taught the first part of the reisha did not teach the second part of the Two different man to However, Rava Amrava says really the whole ratio of the Mishnah is the rabbanon. And when the second part of the ratio says that when he brought them in bershus the balchater is chayiv. What does that mean? Ubershus shmiras of ala vafilu That means the Bal-Khatsur accepted upon himself to watch this fellow's pots even if they get damaged by the wind. Meaning not only did he accept upon himself that his animal's not going to damage the pots, but he accepted upon himself that whatever happens to these pots, he's going to take responsibility for that. And therefore, when the balkaderos brought them into the chater, he's basically depositing them for watching, and that's why in the second part of the ratio the Baal Chatzar is hive for everything, and the Baal Kedavis is not chayved if the owner of the Chatzar's animal gets damaged on them. And we continue to explain next, let's say he brought his Paris into the Chatzar Baal bershos, and the animal of the Baal was damaged on those fruits, so the Baal Paris is chayved for them. Now, Morav, Rav explains, that's only if the animal of the Baal Chatzar slipped on the fruits and got damaged, so the owner of the Paris is chayved to pay. But if the animal of the Baal Chatzar ate the Paris and got damaged because he ate two much potter, so the owner of the pairs is potter. My time. Well, why is that? Because the animal shouldn't have eaten so many fruits. That's not the fault of the bal pears. That the bal chaser's animal ate too much fruit, and in that case, the bal pears would not be chayev. However, Amr of Shisha says, Amino, I say, Kinaim Rav Amr The Rav said this when he was dozing off and falling asleep because this member doesn't make sense. And why is that? The time because we have a bracha that tells us, If a person puts poison in front of his friend's animal, he's adam He's poter adam. We can't bring him to bezim be him to pay, but he is chayv bedinei shamayim. And what do we learn from here? Sama amavas who d'loyavida de achla. He's only patrim bedinei adam because we're talking about poison, which is something that's not normal for the animal to eat. I will pay rice, but if we're talking about putting fruit in front of him d'avidida akhla then this is something he could assume the animal will eat bedinei adam. He would be chayv even bedinei adam if the person's animal overeats. But why would that be? According to Rav, havalashalaytoichal. Why can't the owner of the fruit say that the animal shouldn't have eaten them? So it's not my fault. How would you see not like that from the So it must be that Rav's din is incorrect. However, Ami, they answered for Rav, that no. The same thing would imply that if Ruvain put fruit in front of Shimon's animal, and Shimon's animal over ate and died, Ruvain is potter. The whole Kiddush of the Braith is as follows. That even when he puts poison in front of the animal, which is not a normal thing for the animal to eat, still he's alternatively, we could say that That even when we're talking about putting poison in front of him, this is talking about some sort of grass, which is poisonous for the animal, the that is considered pay race, and so it actually is a normal thing for the animal to eat because the animal doesn't realize that these grasses are poisonous for it. And so this brass is not a question on Rav. However, so we continue asking question on Rav from the following b'raiso. A woman went into a chutz ba'al a baal baayis to grind her wheat. And the owner of the baal ate that wheat, Pater, he's Pater. If the animal got damaged, she would be chayev because her wheat was the cause of the animal getting damaged. Now, why would that be? Neema, why don't we say that the animal shouldn't have eaten that wheat and then it wouldn't have gotten damaged. And since the bride doesn't say that and it is b'chayev her, it must be this is not a valid taino that the animal shouldn't have eaten it. So once again, the Gemara answers for Rav Amri, they said, Is this bride any stronger than our Mishnah? Do The Rav already established that the damage that we're talking about, that the Baal is chayev to pay for, is when the animal slipped on them but if the animal ate them the one of the pairs is able to say your animal shouldn't have eaten so much fruit so it's the same thing in the brisa Rav would differentiate so why are you asking on this brisa when it's the same exact thing as the Mishnah so Kumar says you're right this is actually a good answer udakari karila, my karila the one who asked the question why did he ask it the brisa seems to be exactly the same thing as the Mishnah so the answer is amol he would tell you that actually the brisa and the Mishnah are different because bishlam katani im huskubahen. the Mishnah says if he was damaged on them keyword being bahen, and that's why Rav understood the Mishnah to mean that the animal slipped on the fruit. But if the animal ate too much fruit and was damaged because of that, the Baal pairs would be able to say, your animal shouldn't have eaten so much. But over here in the Kitani, it says, if it got damaged, it does not say it got damaged on them. That's Masha the Braisa is talking about where the animal ate them. And therefore, we're not able to differentiate in between the animal eating them versus the animal slipping on them. So that's why this M'akshon asks the question from the B'raisa, understanding the B'raisa is different than the Mishnah. And the one that answered the question would tell you, that there's no difference. And just because the Mishnah says bohen, and the B'raisa doesn't say bohen, that's irrelevant, it's both talking about the same case. I think Mark continues asking another question on Rav. We have of B'raisa tells us, If you brought his shor to the chutz of the B'raisa without Rishos, the animal that was there ate wheat, it riz, and it got sick, umes and it died, putter, the owner of the Chatz is Pater. However, if this animal was brought in, the owner of the Chatz is Chayev. But now we ask, but my, why would that be? The animal shouldn't have eaten so much wheat that it was going to get sick and die. So Rav, Rav answers that no, you're asking B'raisa onto when the fellow brought his animal into the Bahabayas, that means the owner of the chutzar is taking responsibility to watch the shower even if it chokes itself without doing anything, and therefore even if it overeats and dies, that's still the responsibility of the bal We continue talking about this. Ibai who the final question When the Baal Chatzar says that he's going to watch something that's brought to his Chatzur, meaning he gives the fellow permission, to what extent is his responsibility? Is he just taking responsibility? responsibility that his animal is not going to damage these things that are brought in? I don't know. Perhaps, I feel only Terusa da'amakabaleh, maybe he's taking a general responsibility to watch it, even to make sure that it doesn't get damaged by something else, and not necessarily something owned by him, the Baal Chatzar. So Tashmar, we've attempted to ride the Tani Rabbi Huda Bar-Simon, bin Nazikin de Be'karna. Rabbi Huda Bar-Simon taught in the Mesechas Neziken of Karna's base Medrash, and here's the Braisa. If he brought his parents into the Chatzar of the Baal without permission, and Ashur from a totally different place, walks into this Chatzar, so he's Potter but if you brought them chayev. He's chayev. so now we analyze the b'raiso. man, poter man what do we mean by saying that he's Potter and he's chayiv? technically we could be talking about one of two people we could be talking about the bal or or we could be talking about the Baal Parah that came in from a totally different place and ate these fruits. So right now our understanding is, aren't we referring to the fact that the Baal Chatzar is putter or the Baal Chatzar is Chayiv? And if that's true, that means that when this fellow brought his paris in, the Baal Chatser is taking responsibility, the Alma on himself. Meaning even if a shar comes in from somewhere else and eats these fruits, the Baal Chatser would be Chayiv for that. However, Amir, they said, Loy, that's not what we're talking about, Pater bal Ashar, bal Ashar. We're talking about the Baal Ashar who came in and ate these fruits, he'd be putter or he would be Chayiv. Asking Marv if we're talking about this Balashar, on top, my my What does it make a difference if the owner of the fruits brought them in Bershus or not Bershus? So I'm mean, the answer, if the owner of the fruits brought them in Bershus, hanizik. It turns out that this damage is a shane damage in the Rishos of the Nizik. Because since the payers brought them into this other fellow's chatzer brushus, it's considered like his chatzer, and it means that the owner of the shar did a damage in the Rishos of the Nizek. and Izik, and Shane done in the Rishos of the Nizik is chayiv. However, if the payers brought them into the without permission, rabbim. It's like Shane that was done in the Rosh Hashanah. Rabbim and Shane Rosh Hashanah is Pater, and that's why the owner of the Shar would be Potter. So we don't have a riot from this case. But we have another tempted riot. We have a very similar brass that says, Let's say he brought his shar into the chatzah of Baalbayas without Rosh, Ubashar and Makam Akher, and a shark came from a totally different place, and gored this shar. Putter, he's pater, but if he brought his Shar in with rishos, chayv is chayv. And once again, we ask the same question, man pater, man chayv. Who are we saying is pater or chayv over here? La Aren't we talking about the bal chatser being pater or the bal chatser being chayv? And if that's the case, then we see that the bal chatser takes responsibility for something in his chatser, even in regards to other things coming and damaging it. So once again, the Gemara says, Loi, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the bal being pater or the bal chatser being chayv. Ask Gemara yachi if that's really the case. So my brashos, my shale brashos, what does it Make a difference if the first Baal Shar brought his Shar into the Chatzar with rishos or without rishos. So Ami, mean, they answered Hamani Reb He, who's the man domer of this brayso? It's Reb Tarfin. domer who holds Mishona karen b'chutzar nizik Shalem is shalim. Then we have an abnormal damage, namely karen, if it happens in the chatzar Hanizek so the mazik has to pay nizik Shalim. And therefore birshos. If the first Shar's owner brought his Shar into the chatzar with rishos, Havala karen b'chutzar nizik. That's a case of karen damage happening in the chatzar nizik umeshalom nizik shalom. And the owner of the second shar would have to pay nizik Shalim, Whereas shloer birshos. That's a classic case of El And in that case, even a corn trip only Khatinazak would be paid and not Nezek Shalim. So we end up without a clear answer to our question: how much responsibility does the Bal Chutzir take when he says, yes, you could bring your thing into my Chatzur? Does he take responsibility just to make sure that his own thing doesn't damage it? Or does he take responsibility to Alma to make sure that nothing damages it? We're gonna stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.